Good morning. It is Kale and Company Live right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, 1450 on the AM dial, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. And uh, we are so pleased to have joining us on this edition of Kale & Company, an American jazz musician, composer, vocalist, and arranger, Grace Kelly, and probably a whole lot more. Grace, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ken. What a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it is uh, so great to, to have you on. You're winning accolades from all over. You're traveling all over the world, and uh, so glad you could spend some time with us uh, here today. In fact, uh, where are you joining us from uh, today? I'm joining you from Los Angeles, which is currently home, and um, I grew up in Boston, mm -hmm. Massachusetts, and spent a bunch of time living in New York City, too, but my most recent home as of the last couple of years has been in L.A., now, based on the West Coast, and uh, but born in Wellesley, Mass, as I understand it, and grew yeah. up grew up in Brookline. Yes, that's correct. Very good. And you certainly, Grace, uh, got your start in the music business at a, a very young age. I did. Yeah, I, you know, I was professionally performing and recording since the age of twelve, and you know, by the time I was in my I was doing European tours with my band and playing jazz festivals internationally. Um, so I got started really young, and uh, I'm grateful for it because, you know, this is music and performing has always been my passion. And to be, you know, living something that I, my passion every day and getting to travel the world and meet fans everywhere, uh, it's, it's really a true blessing. So how did you, uh, you know, make your rise in the business as, as quickly as you did? Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. It wasn't just like one thing, you know. Um, I, I like to say it was almost this snowball effect of initially I was growing up in Brookline and I was going to jam sessions that my saxophone teacher was holding. And then he'd introduce me to some professional musicians and they'd say to me, hey, come sit in at this place. And the next thing I knew, I was like meeting Harry Connick Jr. I met him at a, uh, a master class at the New England Conservatory. And it was, I think there was like 50 people there. And he said, hey, come sit in with me tonight. And these type of stories pop up all over the place. Um, they've been like patterns in my life. When I was um, in my teens, Grammy award-winning trumpeter, Wynton Marsalis, he heard me play at a steakhouse in New York City, mm. random steakhouse called Roth Steakhouse. And he walked in and it was I was so surprised I nearly like dropped my saxophone. And we jammed for like a long time that night in front of I, I don't know, like twenty people. I don't think they knew what was who he was or what was going on. And the next thing I knew I got a I got a call a week later from his people asking if I would play with his band at Rose Hall at Lincoln Center as a soloist. Wow. And then later, he invited me to perform for Obama's inauguration at the Kennedy Center. And, you know, fast forward, then years later, I had the the delight um, 
of joining Grammy Award-winning artist John Batiste in the house band for the late show with Stephen Colbert. Um, I moved to New York City. I was playing at the Ed Sullivan Theater every day in the house band. And, you know, previously to that, I had also gotten an opportunity in Los Angeles to actually make an appearance as myself in the Emmy-nominated TV show Boss by creator Michael Connolly. So I'm in season two. (laughs) Wow. And, um, you know, all of these things, and, you know, when all of these opportunities were happening, I was continually building my career, playing. I think at this point I've played over a thousand shows as a band leader in over 30 countries. And that's just, you know, um, like I said, I started very young. So over time, it's been amazing to just look at the map yeah. You know, of all the places they've been and sure. the people that I've been meeting. So it's been very much in a, a cumulative, snowballing uh, process when it's been coming to, to building building my career. Yeah, and uh, a lot of that happened uh, almost directly as a result of your chance meeting, really, with uh, Wynton Marcellus, huh? He was one of them, yeah. one of my mentors for yeah. sure, you know, and, and, but I, I wouldn't say anyone was connected, you know, directly connected to another. Right. I have also had the, you know, incredible mentors in jazz um, with some of my favorite saxophonist, Lee Conant, who played with Miles Davis and his band, Bill wow. Woods. Um, but every single mentor, you know, of mine who, really impacted me and, and changed my life and, and, you know, career. Um, Winton absolutely was one of those people. So when, uh, when <laughs> that, there was a, a chance meeting, right? In a steakhouse in New York. You never know, huh? <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. you know, I was supposed to go to a show that night. Yeah. Um, actually his show. And I couldn't get in because it was so sold out. Um, and so just a change of plans. You know, to think that just ended up at a steakhouse and who would have thought, right? Just like plan B, it was just hanging out with a friend of mine who's a great pianist. He invited me to sit in, very casual setting, and lo and behold, Winton walks in to that steakhouse. Wow. So I always like to tell people, and I've, I've, I've mentioned that at, at some speeches and talks that I've done, of how sometimes improvising your way through life, you know, and embracing things situations or circumstances that you didn't think were you didn't sign up for but you've had to change your plans and you've had to improvise that could be the best thing that happened exactly you know exactly yeah that that was fate i think yeah (laughs) no doubt about that our our guest is is grace kelly and she's joining us from the west coast this morning and uh, you have a new album out I do. So I have a new album that was released in the fall. It's called All That I Need. And um, it was just such an exciting album to create. You know, it was really a journey of looking within and talking to my artist self. And after the pandemic, being like, what is it that I want to want to say? And, and, you know, it was a long time during the pandemic to not perform and not to see my fans. And I was thinking at one point, oh, my gosh. You know, is live performance ever going to be a thing again? It feels so far away now. Right. But at the time, it was yeah. like, you know, what's going to happen? And so one of the songs on the record is called Good to See You Again. And I literally thought about how much catching up I had to do with fans, you know, when we're finally back on the stage. Um, there's a song on it 
called All That I Need. Mm. And that was like really kind of, it came from this very quiet meditative space where I was sitting down. I was so worried that I wouldn't know how to write a song because, you know, I felt so rusty. And then this voice within was talking to me and said, Grace, you got this, you know, you got all that you need. And really in a very quiet moment, the song wrote itself. How about if we hear that right now? All that I need. Grace Kelly, right here on WKXL, Kale and Company Live. Let's hear All That I Need. That is fantastic. Grace Kelly, Triple Threat. 
saxophonist, singer, songwriter, and she's with us today here on WKXL. Grace, a great title cut right there. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ted. I'm glad you like it. Oh, very, very much. And we'll be hearing more from Grace Kelly coming up in just a few minutes right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. It's Kale and Company Live, and we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and we will be right back. Welcome back, Kale and Company Live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are delighted today to have uh, Grace Kelly on on the program. And we heard just a few minutes ago the uh, title track from her latest album, All That I Need. And uh, how is the album doing, Grace? You know, it's fantastic, Ken. And and when we initially released it, um, I did a 26-city tour in the fall. And, you know, the, the record was selling like hotcakes. And people, my fans are so excited to get their hands on it. And again, this is like the first tour that I had done um, after the pandemic, you know, just like doing an extensive tour like that. So we were all so ready to be back together. And I was just so grateful to my fans that they were excited for the new music. Wow. Do you remember the, the, the first song you ever wrote? I do. Yeah, it actually was recorded on my first CD. Um, my first CD was called Dreaming, and I I was, gosh, 12 or 13 years old, and the song that I wrote was called On My Way Home. And I remember, because I wrote that song when I was seven, and I didn't even know what chords on the piano meant. I just remember sitting down at the piano and finding these good-sounding notes and then starting to sing a melody and thinking, wow, this is so cool. I feel like I'm really able to express myself. And then that, you know, later revisited that song and was like, I think I should put this on the, the album. So it's it's kind of a folky song called On My Way Home. People can still find it to this day. Wow. Yeah, that, that is something. I, I In doing a little research on you, I, I understand that uh, you were inspired by the great Stan Getz song, The Girl from Ipanema. And, yeah. And I, I see, uh, peeking at your schedule, that... Uh, later this week, uh, you're going to be involved in a, in a tribute to uh, the great Stan Getz. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. This is actually our very first show um, to do the tribute to Stan Getz. An incredible pianist, um, Tamir Hendelman, who plays with just so many wonderful artists and is a great band leader in his own right. We're, we've teamed up and we have a duet concert planned where we're playing a bunch of Stan Getz material. One of my favorite records from Stan Getz is an album called People Time. And so we're pulling songs from that and are doing this very intimate room in uh, Oakland, California called Piedmont Piano. So we're going to play that, and then we have a little private gig planned, and hopefully we'll be able to do more with this project. And then, as I understand it, you you take off uh, for Indonesia. Yes, I'm headed to Indonesia for the first time. I'm really excited to be performing at the Java Jazz Festival, which is a festival I've heard about for a long time now. And they've had everyone from, you know, Stevie Wonder there to, gosh, they've been gone for many, many years. So um, that'll be my first time in Jakarta, and then I'm spending an extra week in Thailand wow. to explore. Yeah. Very nice. And then 
Uh, your next stop, I, I see, is North Adams, Massachusetts, in the western part of Massachusetts, then uh, Camden, Maine. And then here's the good news for our uh, listeners in, in the Nashua area and uh, throughout the state of New Hampshire. You are coming to the uh, Nashua, a uh, beautiful new theater in downtown Nashua, the Nashua Center for the Arts on June the 17th, uh, a Saturday night. And uh, people are excited about that. It's a beautiful new theater. I have yet to visit it. It just opened recently. And uh, I I know that you're going to be doing a very special song that night. Yeah, no, we're really excited. This is, uh, I'm I'm super thrilled to be in, you know, in New Hampshire and in Nashua. So we're going to be playing a lot of music from the new album, including one of my songs, We Will Rise. If that was the one you were talking about, yeah, that's that's the one, and uh, yeah. I, I understand that you're going to be doing that with a choir. Yes, so this is that song, and there's another song of mine called "She's the First, which is actually a song that I wrote for an incredible nonprofit called "She's the First, who dedicates, you know, their life work to um, making sure that girls who have not had the chance to go to college and to get their education, have that opportunity. Um, and so there's the National Choir, yeah, who's going to be joining me for those two songs. And this is really special because, you know, when I recorded both of these songs, which the common theme between We Will Rise and She's the First is a very anthemic um, female-forward, um, girl-power vibe. They these songs were recorded with the choir sound in them. So to get to do that live, I think will be really powerful. It, oh, it certainly will be. Well, let's let's hear the version that uh, that uh, you have recorded. Uh, we will rise. It's uh, Grace Kelly right here on WKXL. If you try to put me down, know that my roots run strong. If you wanna break my spirit. Know that I'm standing tall If you dig into my heart Burrow through my scars Where it starts to burn That's where the fire starts Dancing with your dynamite Set fire to the sky Dancing with your 
Grace Kelly and uh, We Will Rise. And you will be hearing uh, that song on uh, Saturday, June 17th, not too far from now, at the Nashua Center for the Arts, uh, brand new performing arts center in downtown Nashua. And Grace will be singing with the Nashua High School North Treble Choir. So that is going to sound fantastic. Uh, in person at uh, at the Nashua Center for the Arts. And from what I understand, Grace, from uh, all reports I've heard, it is just uh, an incredible facility. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, brand new. So you'll you'll be uh, wow. you know, among among the first to play there. And then uh, uh, back in New Hampshire on June 30th at Jimmy's Jazz and Blues Club in Portsmouth. And uh, the 1st of July at the Colonial Theater in Bethlehem, New Hampshire. Uh, you, you, so you're, you're making the rounds in New Hampshire in June. Yeah, we are. And then after, we'll, we'll also be in Concord, New Hampshire, on um, October 7th as well. So we are. <laughs> yeah, great. That, that is. New Hampshire well. So so close to your home area, anyway, of uh, Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very... I'm back on the East Coast a ton for, for gigs, and that always feels great. Terrific. We're chatting today on the show with uh, Grace Kelly, certainly uh, a triple threat, just an incredible uh, singer. Conduct, uh, composer, I should say, uh, saxophone artist. It is uh, just incredible to have her with us here today and uh, such a talent. And we'll uh, delve more into uh, what's going on with uh, Grace Kelly and, and hear more of her music coming up after we take a break here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Kale and Company is presented by Northeast Delta Dental. So stay with us. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL. 103 FM in the Concord area, 1019 in Manchester and beyond, 1450 on the AM dial and streaming around the world, around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And joining us today from L.A., is Grace Kelly. She is an American jazz musician, composer, uh, vocalist. Uh, she plays the saxophone like no one else can. And uh, that wasn't the first instrument, Grace, that, that you took up, correct? Correct. The first instrument uh, was piano. I was playing some classical piano, and then I started clarinet in middle school. But, you know, my heart has always been attached to the saxophone, because ever since Hearing Stan Getz records as a young girl and listening yeah. to like Girl from Ipanema, I, I had it in my head one day I really want to play the sax. I think it's just such a beautiful sound, and I think the saxophone sounds like a human voice. Yeah, ab- absolutely so. And uh, and then that song, I mean, uh, growing up with uh, hearing the girl from Ipanema, Stan Getz, and Oscar Gilberto, I, I remember that as a kid. And I, I'm a, a lot older than you, Grace, but uh, that, that was a song in, in my childhood uh, as it's well. It's timeless, right? It's just when you put on that music, and I, and I still feel this to, day, to this day, it's like this music is going to live on forever and forever be timeless. Oh, it's so true. No, no doubt about that. Uh, well, well, Grace, can, can you tell us the, about the time you spent at uh, San Quentin Prison? Oh my gosh, what a question! <laughs> your, your listeners may have just uh, gotten a little jolted there. See, that, that's um, that's what we try to do here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did spend time in San Quentin Prison. Um, I was actually performing at San Quentin Prison 
a mentor of mine, one of my saxophone heroes, the late, great Frank Morgan, was a really big part of my life. And in the last, I got to know him very well in the last year of his life. And I played shows with Frank. Um, you know, I considered him like my musical grandfather. And Frank had quite a history of uh, just a lot of challenging things that he went through in his life. And he was in San Quentin for um, many years early on in his life due to addiction. And um, there is an amazing director by the name of N.C. Hyken, and she created a very powerful documentary about his life. It's called The Frank Morgan Story, The Sound of Redemption. And um, one of the scenes is myself and an all-star cast of incredible jazz musicians actually performing in San Quentin because she really wanted to tie together, you know, not just his life and that story, but you know, bringing in people who are connected with Frank and then actually having that, um, the, the footage of us performing. It took her and the producer two years to get, you know, finally the green light to get the band in because they'd stopped doing any type of music at San Quentin. And uh, I can honestly say it was one of the most powerful moments of my life. I, I did not know what to expect going in and, and performing for the inmates there. And the um, response, that we got from these guys was absolutely overwhelming. Just, you know, they were standing up, standing ovation, crying. Some of the guys, these inmates were telling me their life story, you know, and also telling me how this concert is something that they're going to be fueling off the energy of for the next six months, you know, and how powerful it was for them. And so folks can actually see that scene in the documentary this documentary was also um, executive producer was Michael Connolly, who is the creator of um, that TV show Boss that I was speaking of, and the, yes. the many many New York Times bestselling books about um, Harry Bosch. Uh, it's a real, it's an amazing documentary, and I hope that people get to check out Frank Morgan's music because he's one of my favorite saxophonists on this planet. Wow. And uh, a lot of people, and, and you played uh, somewhere over the rainbow at, at San Quentin, as I understand it, uh, as uh, Mr. Morgan uh, was in The Wizard of Oz, and uh, he played six different roles, I guess, in The, in the Wizard of Oz. Well, this is wild, Ken. That's that's a different Frank Morgan. Oh, that is. Oh, Yeah, okay. which is just another uh, very funny, I mean, here I am, Grace Kelly, and then, you know, have a huge admiration for the uh-huh. actress Grace Kelly and Frank Morgan, um, you know, who jazz saxophonist, but then, you know, of course there's the, uh, yeah, we, the wizard of Oz, yeah. um, Frank Morgan, but you're right. I've never connected that before of like the song somewhere over the rainbow and all of those connections. Yeah. Uh, wow. But uh, at any rate, uh, Frank Morgan's, uh, you know, uh, certainly, I, and, and there are two famous Frank Morgans then. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now people won't forget his name. Yeah, see, there, now you'll always remember it, right? <laughs> and, you know, um, you know, speaking of movies, Ken, my upcoming project is actually um, a project where I play my favorite movie music. And so that's an album that's going to be coming out in 2024, and it's called Grace Kelly with Strings at the Movies. Yes. At the movies. 
Yeah, and I picked some of my favorite themes, you know, the James Bond theme. Oh, um, we yeah. We played some John Williams flying theme from E.T., and we do cover the Grace Kelly, the only song Grace Kelly sang in a movie. It's called True Love by um, Cole Porter. Right. And uh, so that's a full circle moment there. You know, I've always admired Grace Kelly, the princess, so yeah. much. And I've watched her movies as a little girl growing up. So I'm just really excited about that upcoming project yeah no 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 doubt about that and uh and you you mentioned also the uh, the documentary uh, you were involved in and uh, you've done so many things and i as i understand it uh the appearance that you're going to have at the capitol center for the arts in concord is, is going to be uh, grace kelly with strings at the movies Yes, yes. Yeah. So we're really excited that now we are playing live performances for the project, even though the record won't be out until next year. But we did um, our debut performance in Irvine, California, uh, at the Barclays Theater. And then we recently were in Boston, Massachusetts, at the Berkeley Performance Center with the project. And then, yes, we're, we're continuing on with um, some future dates as well for that project. Now, the next song we have uh, coming up that we will hear from you in this segment is called Queens. Can you uh, tell us about that? Yeah, well, I guess this is a little pattern from even the last song with We Will Rise. I like to write songs that um, are very much um, anthems for the women out there, you know, whether it's anthemic in the way that Queens is of just feeling like celebrating your powerful energy, your queen energy, you know, or whether it's like that last song, We Will Rise, that was inspired by the great activist poet Maya Angelou. So I find different um, inspiration, but for sure this is a common thread of just getting into that powerful queen energy. So that's the inspiration behind this song. And this is Queens, as we're joined by uh, Grace Kelly today on WKXL. Thank you. 
And that is Queens by Grace Kelly. And uh, so glad to have uh, Grace with us today, joining us from the West Coast. But we'll be uh, making a number of appearances, which we are grateful for, in the state of New Hampshire. And we'll run down that schedule before we have to wrap things up uh, here today on Kale and Company. But Grace, uh, stay with us. We have uh, one more segment to go, and uh, we will chat some more and hear one more of your terrific songs uh, right here, if you can stay with us. Absolutely. All right. We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues after these words on WKXL and htalkradio.com presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL and htalkradio.com presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And uh, joining us today... And it has been a delight, and we're kind of heading down the home stretch right here. Uh, Grace Kelly, American jazz musician, composer, vocalist, arranger, and you know, and by the age of 18, had already released six albums. I mean, that is just uh, boggles the mind, Grace. <laughs> yeah, so I've been, I've been kind of. Kind of busy. I guess so. You've been busy (laughs) most of your life, and you will continue to be. You have a a schedule coming up that is uh, just uh, unbelievable and will take you to many places, including New Hampshire. And again, let's uh, just go over those dates. Uh, June 17th, coming up very shortly at the uh, Nashua Center for the Arts, which is a a beautiful new uh, pavilion in in Nashua. Uh, June 30th at Jimmy's Jazz and Blues Club in Portsmouth. And then uh, later in the month uh, at the uh, Colonial Theater in Bethlehem, actually on July 1st, Colonial Theater in Bethlehem. And remember this one, circle your calendar and get your tickets now for Saturday, October 7th, Grace Kelly with Strings at the movies. And that is going to be something special uh, coming up at the uh, Chubb Theater at the Capitol Center for the Arts in downtown Concord. So uh, lots of New Hampshire opportunities to see uh, the delightful uh, Grace Kelly singing, playing the saxophone, and uh, oh, it, it's it's amazing. And I can't wait to see her in person. I, I understand, Grace, that you had uh, an association for a while uh, with the Celtics doing the national anthem. Yes, I did. And, you know, it's such a thrill to get to... Um yeah, play the anthem in front of thirty thousand people. I mean, the roar of a stadium, you know, of that size. Yeah, it's just incredible. And I believe they won that game. And it was crazy because I was sound checking on the court, and then uh, Shaquille O'Neal was like, came up to me, <laughs> and he was like, he is so giant, and he was so sweet. He was like, good luck out there. And then the guys are like warming up, throwing basketballs over my head, like. I feel like such a small person and just with all these guys. <laughs> well, but it was it was a thrill. I I, I think uh, anybody next to Shaq feels small, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> is wild. Oh, that that must have been a thrill. But it was. Uh, that that is is terrific. So, uh, are you working on uh, another album at this point? So we're working on. Um, you had mentioned that the special strings project called uh, Grace Kelly with Strings at the Movies. That is the current record I'm working on, and it's going to be out springtime in 2024. But meanwhile, we're playing a bunch of 
um, gigs leading up to it. And yeah, just doing all the post-productions for that. It's going to be an incredible record. Um, I'm just so, I'm, I'm very excited for it. So how many, how many records, how many recordings do you have out there now? Oh my God, I'm going to butcher the number, Ken, but yeah. oof, I want to say like 15 or 16. Wow. <laughs> That's that is amazing for for someone of, of your young age to have recorded as much as you have and uh, and and written all that you have. Uh, but uh, you're just an amazing person, and uh, we have to wrap things up with with one more song, and uh, maybe you can give us a little background on that one called "The Nighttime." Yeah, absolutely. This is a song that is dedicated to lover the lovers out there, and I remember, you know. Sometimes when I write music, I see a very specific scene in my head. So this one just had all the candles and just like the moody lights. My hope is that people could just dance with their loved one, you know, while listening to this song and get in all of the romantic vibes. And I I have to say, Ken, thank you so much for having me on. I so appreciate you spreading the word to all your listeners, to everyone out there. We hope to see you at these upcoming shows. And I also want to shout out um, Dr. Barry Taylor, who I'm so grateful has connected us. So thank you to Barry, and thank you again for having me on. Well, I I want to express my thanks to Dr. Barry as well, as he is a frequent guest uh, on on the show and and, and recommended you highly. So uh, uh, he'll he'll be thrilled to hear this program, I know. Hi, Barry. You have been a a delightful guest. We we truly appreciate your time because we know how how busy you are. And we're going to uh, leave everyone with uh, a great feeling, a song for lovers, the nighttime right here on WKXL. And again, uh, Grace Kelly, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much, Ken. Appreciate you. All right. Mm-hmm.